Hello and welcome to 90 Second Narratives. I'm your host, Sky Michael Johnston, and today's storyteller is Dr. Ksenia Chizova, an assistant professor of Korean literature and cultural studies at Princeton University. And here she is with her story, Frigid Mothers in Late Joseon, Korea. Starting in the late 17th century, Korean women's identities became defined through the familial and domestic roles they performed in their husbands' households, and women were left with few social, economic, and legal freedoms outside this patriarchal kinship structure. The late 17th century was also the time when the so-called lineage novels, lengthy vernacular Korean texts in tens and even hundreds of volumes, appeared on the literary stage. Circulating among elite women, this text configured Korean kinship as a series of clashes between genders and generations, which produced unruly, violent emotions. A curious persona makes its appearance in the lineage novel. A frigid mother, disaffected to her own son, who represents patrilinealities very future. I will now read an excerpt from the novel titled The Remarkable Reunion of Jade Mandarin Ducks, which delivers a striking portrait of a frigid mother. I quote, Just five months after birth, Ponghi appeared mature and perceptive, already walking and trying to learn the sounds of language. He could already distinguish his parents and especially liked to follow his father. Seeing his father, Ponghi would cross his hands and imitate the posture assumed at reading. Sometimes he would even take the brush and pretend to be washing it. At moments, Ponghi would let go of the breast and look back at his father, clapping happily and then embracing his mother again. Then he would go down to the bookcase and take a book, giving it to his father and lowering and nodding his head, imitating the sounds of reading and urging his father to read. To Hyun Young, this was an unwanted child, and she did not rejoice in his outstanding behavior. Being reserved, she did not express affection, but Sejong, finally seeing this much-awaited son, was astonished and amused. The boy was growing up so fast that Sejong often measured, measured his height, asking, When did you grow so? Every day Sejong played with the boy, feeling that in some mysterious way it was his own body which just became divided into two. When Sejong looked at the amusing things the boy did, his face shone, and embracing Ponghi, Sejong would say, now my boy is encouraging me to study, but then he's distracting me, so why don't I make him read instead? With these words, Segyong raised his eyes. Hyun expression was cold like a crisp plum blossom. Her hands arranged orderly and her gaze lowered. She was not even looking at the tender amusements of father and son. End quote. Hyun figure captures the problematic transition of patriarchal authority hinged on women's obedience. Upon marriage, Women were to transfer their obedience from their fathers to their husbands. Because Hyun-Yung's husband mistreats and disrespects her father, she turns into a frigid mother to the couple's hard-begotten son. This cold figure that threatens to disrupt the domestic harmony calls for effective resolution of the tension between maternal and paternal sides of the family and affirms the power of effective matrifilial links in the patriarchal society of Joseon, Korea. To learn more about Dr. Chizova's striking story, see her forthcoming book, Kinship Novels of Early Modern Korea, Between Genealogical Time and the Domestic Everyday. 
It will be published in early 2021 by Columbia University Press. And please come back next week to hear a very special family-themed episode of 90 Second Narratives, the podcast for little stories with big historical significance.